two, three. That was cool. actually pretty good. Close. Yeah, that was close. So close. So very close. Oh, I didn't know we were doing that type of edge running. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make sure history never forgets the name. Sci-fi melody. Got out. So, Rage, what's next? Did he just bounce a hundred yards away? Yeah, um, but... Cam. Uh... Can anyone tell me what's going on? <sighs> I can. Did you just go through the wall? Did I? Oh man, that's number 23.95420406969. What? He means that's the error code. Uh, why are you T-posing, Scott? Oh, man, someone must have turned on a car radio. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. I'm sorry, what? Thomas, you seem really stressed. Want a drink? Hey, Scott, pour him some whiskey. Here you go. Eww, what? What now, you baby? That glass came out of his butt. <laughs> More like through his butt. Hey, Ruck? Ruck? Huh? Ruck? He just melted through the floor. Oh man. He equipped the wrong gear again, didn't he? Yeah, seems so. Anyway, you were gonna ask what we're reviewing, Thomas? I'm a kind of afraid to know right now because what's going on? We're reviewing Cyberpunk, I thought. Now he's sitting on an invisible chair with a partially rendered body. It's starting to make sense. Wow. Well, I mean, I I guess you didn't really play the game too much then, Cyberpunk 2077. You'd be doing the same stuff otherwise. Yeah, I, I thought we were reviewing the Netflix series, Cyberpunk Edgerunners. Oh! oh! You know, that, that makes, makes sense. sense now that why you're not glitching out like crazy. Man, I'm glad we're not reviewing that game. I couldn't even get past the opening cutscenes. You had that problem too, Scott? Oh my goodness, it was so freaking bad. Anyhow, now that we know that we're doing the anime... Alright, now that everyone's back to somewhat normal... Yeah, 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 we're normal because we're doing the anime. No glitches there. Yeah, whatever you say. Okay, anyway, well, we should probably just get started. Scott, cue the title. Sci-Fi Melody, Symptom 287. Cyberpunk Edge Runners. So edgy. Welcome back, sickies, to Anime April. Again. And with us, as always, is... Rock. Star. I'm going to tell you why you should like me in this podcast in three seconds. Ready? Mm -hmm. I'm cool. Boom. That was less than three seconds. <laughs> exactly. You were that efficient. Mm-hmm. So he beat he your time. cool as he is efficient. Unlike Fast. someone who manages to turn the one-minute <laughs> plot summary into a seven-minute plot summary. Right. That's exactly. I, I almost texted Mark today. And said, so I don't know how familiar you guys are with how I do 
synopsis synopsis synopses on sure i <laughs> on how i do those on my show but i try to make them funny and i had a whole bunch of jokes that i wanted to use for a synopsis but then i got sidetracked with other stuff and didn't get to but i oh, it would have been bad. like a 15 it would have been like a 15 minute plot review <laughs> if we did that Oh, I was going to say, I'm not going to get near that with the plot summary at all. Yeah. But maybe I'll do it for uh, for next week's show with whatever we decide on doing. Okay. Maybe. So maybe. this show, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, is uh, on Netflix, only one season. And apparently it is on really high acclaim. In fact, I mean, okay, take this with the high level of sodium intake but on Rotten Tomatoes it's 100% which I mean yeah take that with a huge grain of salt there sickies I don't know how anyone could be 100% but whatever so but it's Uh, deleting bad reviews I guess (laughs) I guess that's how they got a lot of stuff that high (laughs) so I having watched this can I see the appeal? Um, yeah. And there is stuff that I like, but at the same time, it's... I think I I like more the setting than the story itself. That's what made me more interested in it than anything else. Um, that's that's my take, anyhow. Right, right. The, the first thing I could say about it was, did I enjoy it? Yeah, kind of, but I think I like that it's the setting more than anything else. Shocker, the socialist loves the dystopian corporate. Hey, get it right. Hammer and sickle communist. Jeez. (laughs) That's right. You want to know what the biggest villain of our time is? Corporate C-suite members. Go get those corporate board directors. Hey, that's our heroes. Corporations that have their... Scott... Both you and I know if corporations could have their own private armies, they would. That's right. Which is why there has to be mercenary groups that exist like street gangs that go kill those corporate baddies. And Blackwater. Although Blackwater is going to merge into, I don't know, cyber something. Whatever. Militech. Militech. There it is. Yeah, Militech. So, anyhow... um. I'm really not going to do much of a a review of, like, a plot-by-plot point. It's just about a kid named David Martinez whose mom gets killed in a car accident. Well, not quite a car accident. I mean, A gang shoot-up car accident. (laughs) Accident in so much that she was not directly involved uh, deliberately. Oh, no, she just got in the middle of a drive-by shooting on the freeway. Yeah, well, you know, that she wasn't trying to be involved, okay? Fine, she got killed. She got caught between a gang war. Happy Mr. Splitting Hairs? Shut up. Um, so... Well, there's a bit of a difference between that and a car accident. I'm just saying. Yeah, okay, fine, then take over. I'm, I'm getting it wrong. So, and, uh... He also has problems with people at school. He's in a prep school. So he winds up getting a... Oh, man, I suddenly forget the Sandevistan cybernetic implant because it's in the future in Night City where a bunch of people get cybernetics. And he winds up getting revenge on a school bully and uh, gets found by a guy named Maine and his gang. 
and uh, rises through the ranks doing different jobs with this gang, doing edge runner jobs to do corporate thievery, things like that, for a guy named Faraday. And they've, you come to eventually find out that uh, he was being played the whole time by the Arasaka company because they found out he took very well to cybernetics because in this setting, uh, people go through cyberpsychosis and all sorts of other problems, and he didn't. So they wanted to hook him up to this brand new super, super califragilistic espialidocious cybernetic kill everything arm kill an army cybernetics and um he does it and then he goes to save his girlfriend lucy who's a net runner i think that's about all i'm gonna anybody want to add to the synopsis i didn't want to get into more than that um no because Uh, most of my stuff with the synopsis would end up going into rips and picks (laughs) which is i think Uh, most and most of my yeah go go I was going to say, if I start a synopsis, it would have to take a three-hour lecture into the cyberpunk universe. So, Well, actually, it's funny you say that because I don't want a three-hour version, but um, before we get into the rips and picks, I will want you to talk a little bit about that. I have played in the role-playing game cyberpunk, but not okay. much, maybe two sessions. So that means, and I never owned the material, I just, you know, someone else did and I just rolled up a character and they told me what to do um so you probably know a heck of a lot more than i do and uh so i'll just have you um i'll have a question for you thomas specifically but a few fun facts okay. about this um the character of falco is played by matt mercer Yes, that's true. That's true. And if you listen to Faraday, there was something about that character that really, the voice just really bugged me. Like, how do I know that voice? Oh, wait. Can I guess? Can I go guess? Go ahead. Go ahead. Because I'm pretty sure I know. Is it Giancarlo Esposito? Yes, it is. Yes. Exactly. When I saw it on the cast list, I'm like, oh, now it all makes sense. I could only hear Gus. I was like, or like I felt like I was playing Far Cry. I was like, "Hold on, this I, voice sounds so familiar." I felt like I was listening. I mean, I knew it was from something, and I was like, "What is it? What is it?" And I just wanted to say Moff Gideon, but no, it's not yeah. Moff Gideon, is it? So, <laughs> but nope. Turns out I was wrong, or right, wrong, whatever. You were right. I was right in the best of ways. Uh, anyway, so the anime itself is meant as was takes place before the cyberpunk. 2077 video game and CD yes because they patched it in yeah CD Projekt Red was part of the process and they did patch in some of the things from the anime into the game there's an entire um, quest line now because of that yeah and in fact they were against the addition of Rebecca's character early on since they felt that a lolly wouldn't fit Night City's aesthetic but they well, changed their mind. They got it to work. Studio Trigger got their way. So, by the way, what's a lolly? Don't, 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 don't. No, okay. no. So I have an idea. Just, let's just say it's go, it's going into some of the stuff we were talking about before the podcast. Oh, say no more. I would have yep. just called her a gun bunny, but okay. No, sounds worse. Nope. No, no, um, big difference. Yeah, big difference. Um, so and. 
again, you if you play Cyberpunk 2077 or the new Cyberpunk Red role-playing game, this anime will fit very well in. It, the, uh, Mike Pondsmith, I guess, had a take, the creator of Cyberpunk, he had a take in there. And it's a lot nicer than like modern Star Wars where each author is doing their own things because God forbid they get boxed in creatively. Um most of the soundtracks are from the game for example things like that um and i think that's about all i have for there's not a lot of trivia there other than the fun facts of who's in it and whatnot but before we go into the lot of the rips and picks and whatnot i think uh thomas i did want to ask you for any of the sickies who maybe have watched this or are thinking about watching it and are wondering what is going on with this setting can you give us like a quick enlightenment? What is this? Is is this planet Earth? Well, it's definitely Earth. Uh, okay. Basically, the timeline follows kind of our timeline up to the collapse of the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. That's when it really starts taking a diversion. Up to that point, it's pretty close. I mean, some slight diversions, but not much. Everything happens, World War II happens, America wins, Soviet Union rises, there's a Cold War, all that happens. Mm -hmm. There's a few corporations are born that kind of become important later on, but that doesn't really matter for early in the story. Then, well, Soviet Union basically collapses, and America goes imperialistic. Mm -hmm. Decides to invade South America and just goes nuts. And then nuclear explosions happen in America. Yay. And uh, let's just say biological warfare and nuclear warfare is no longer off the table. Mm. It becomes quite well known and used. Then comes the massive economic crash. One of many, by the way. Because the economies crash multiple times and sometimes very catastrophically. And also, corporations basically become massive state entities, basically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the U.S. government collapses, along with pretty much every other government, into a shell of what they used to be. They're still there, but nowhere near what they used to be. And uh, I believe by the time the video game happens, there's at least four separate uh, corporate wars that happen. And when I say corporate wars, I do mean, like corporate wars as in they actually have full-on military forces fighting each other well you see that in here with arasaka and militech yeah that's minor uh that's a skirmish in this universe uh let's just say the wars are full-blown and uh that results in entire cities getting wiped off the map sometimes mm-hmm mm -hmm. So, yeah, this this little thing we see in the show is kind of it's just a little border skirmish between the two of them. Which, people are caught in the crossfire, but eh, it's a border skirmish to them. Yeah. In this universe, everything sucks, gangs are roaming and on the rise, because again, well, the entire government has collapsed into something barely resembling the government we know. So gangs are everywhere, and also, technology has exploded in some interesting ways. We are on the Mars, by the way. Mm -hmm. There's oh. Mars bases, moon, moon bases. Yeah. 
Yep. And there's also now basically cybernetics. Everyone has cybernetics. And yep. there's also the massive internet interconnectivity, and people can basically enter and exit the internet at will where they want, and there's entirely new ways of hacking and counter-hacking. I see. It's a crazy universe that could take hours of thesis and diving into because it gets complicated, crazy, and weird. So. Okay. But interesting. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, well... You know, I guess we had a lot to say before this started, and there's not really... It's To ask any special question is going to retread old ground, unless Scott wows us and has a deep meaning. You know? Here we go. Here's what I took away from this. Poor David. He's in MacGuffin. To be possessed and to be molded for everyone. He's his mother's MacGuffin because she's going to make him into the into the person who can be a C-suite executive at Arasaka. She has a plan for him, and any time he deviates from that plan, she tells him that you know he's breaking her heart, and this is the path that she selected for him, so he needs to walk it. Then. Arasaka has a plan for him. The Academy has a plan for him. Um, the Executive Son has a plan for him. Maine has a plan for him that isn't his. Lucy, all along, is trying to delete his file so that he'll never find that and trying to steer him back to a different life. He's being manipulated by Faraday. He's being manipulated. This poor, poor child, because he's only 17 when this starts, has never had the freedom to make his own actual choices. Mm -hmm. Until he chooses to die to save Lucy and Falco. Everyone, I mean, I just, I don't know if it's a deep meaning, I don't know, but it's an observation that at the end of this story, I just looked at it and I said, this, this is your hero who has been manipulated by literally every character he's interacted with throughout the entire series. I, I don't know if there's a deep meaning here or not, but it's just... what jumped out at me. Mm. Okay. Wow, I'm surprised. Based on some of your bigger criticisms, I was expecting to hear, like, no deep meaning. At all. No, 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 no. There's an attempt. I see what the show is getting at. I mean, the show is getting at our flawed healthcare system where trauma team just says, nope, sorry, we're going <laughs> to the triple platinum people. Um, well, that's no, also corporatism, the, but... Yeah, but that's not even remotely how... If you're trying to make a commentary about a healthcare system, make a correct one, because it's not how it works. You've twisted your lens to try to show what you think our healthcare system will grow into if its worst excesses are allowed. But we're not even close to that. Except not even in not even in corporate America are we close to that. People have better healthcare coverage, but the ambulance isn't showing up in an accident and driving away because you're uninsured. They can't legally do that. Except in this again, this is the one thing I do have to say that the show did. In this universe you can and they you do. 
Oh, no, no. I get that the universe did. What I'm saying is to me, if I'm evaluating it as a commentary on the human condition, it loses credit for me because it's not making a real viable comparison to begin with. Um, We have a group of anti-heroes here who are just running around killing people indiscriminately right and left. They're basically a vigilante street gang, except their target is the C-suite offices of big business. So it would be like, you know, let's say Militech is supposed to be Boeing or Arasaka Corp is supposed to be Boeing. And and you find out that they're developing military tech for the United States government. And, you know, you read in the paper tomorrow that a group of 10 vigilante gang members jumped in and, and raided some secret data plans from Boeing and killed 15 executives. What are you going to go, those are good people. They're doing the right work. They went in and killed those business people. How's it your hero? How's that good? Yeah, but this what is about... What am I supposed to take from this? Uh, they, Scott, the word is dystopian. Oh, it is. It is dystopian. But dystopian is supposed to show you something that... There's still in a dystopian future supposed to be warning you about something. So what are you warning us about? That if we don't check the military-industrial complex at this point, that society will break down into private corporate armies and then heroes will be people who kill businessmen and capitalists it's a hard message even in it's like if you go into big brother big or, or uh 1984 there's a message in there and it's about surveillance and it's about government propaganda and it makes sense that you could go down that path nothing nothing indicates that we're on the path that this anime is trying to make its point that we are so now we're just creating a dystopian future that doesn't have any real possibility of happening just to create a crappy future. Okay. Have at it. You've said your piece. I'm not the ones that make the deep meanings. You are. I know. But I don't have a deep meaning. That's just oh, a mini okay. rant. Oh, okay. That was your mini rant. Okay, there we go then. We're not, we're, we're not on that path. Not, oh, okay. No, we're not so you're not there. We're not going to head to that. But Okay, yeah. fine. All I don't right. know what that was. That was a rabbit hole. You asked me if I had anything to add, and I kind of just... Uh, well, <laughs> you went on your rabbit hole. Fine. Then I guess that'll just take us right to our uh, rips and picks then. Um, rips and picks and rips and picks and rips and picks and rips and picks. Yes. I... Okay. I'm going to, because mine are all kind of interconnected, I'm going to explain my pick, if you will. Mm -hmm. And that is, they really did the setting pretty darn well, as far as appearance goes. You have, um, they have the slang there. It feels like a lived-in world. Yes, it feels part of Earth because there's still some modern slang in there, but they have a bunch of other stuff that's common to there. The technology is still, at least some of it, is believable. Like, you know, a street sign that's on the street and it's got an arrow pointing and it says, go, go, go. It's like, yeah, okay, I could see that. Um, The internet, the, the way the phone calls work. I really liked how they show the text and then you can hear the speech at the same time and then people you know to pick a text they have a chip in their eyes even if they're not cybered out that's neat so i really like the setting that they put forward um 
and I really one of the other things I liked. So that's one rip or pick the setting. It's consistent and it it's a lived in setting that I can take I could see happening, um, or at least it seems it fits within its own verisimilitude. The second thing is consequence. Now you guys are going to think this is nuts. Have you seen the action in it? You're right. Hang on. Cyberpsychosis. That's great. There is a consequence to use to being cybered up. Um, when Dave finally gets into that super blow everything up suit, um, the cyber skeleton. The is cyber so skeleton. Cool. I will say that it, but it has such a drawback on him that he's got to be constantly given the suppressant syringe, and he dies. And he has to. By that point, I was thinking, if he lives, this is gonna. I'm gonna hate this. Everything good about it will. I will not care. I will hate this, because that is effectively at that point says no consequence. It is the J.J. Abrams uh, super Death Star weapon effect where I'm gonna create the super 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 weapon that can kill anything, but there's no consequence. Thus begging the question, why aren't there more of those? Why aren't there more people like that? Why isn't everybody completely cyberwared up? You know? And that's what, uh, that's, I like the consequences in there. Yeah. That they, they introduce that. Because one of the problems I see with writing, I saw it. Heck, I saw it with the you know back in junior high role playing games with just playing Star Wars and people that made Jedi that could do anything. Well, you take away the consequence, then who cares about the power? It's boring. Then it becomes one punch man syndrome. And you know, Scott, you knocked this and said outside of the show that this is for your teenage. You know, got all hyped up and make big punchy thing power well they do that here for sure but they also show the consequence and that's a big one for me even if i do like that fact mark i do like the fact that there's a consequence i do like i'll come more to this later there there is a central message to this that says that as technology advances man retreats and every single time we make a, an advance in technology, we lose some of our humanity. There's a theory to that. And that at some point, all that will remain is Adam Smasher. Yeah. And and he has to be defeated in the end because the one thing he's not willing to do that Adam Smasher was, was to give up the last vestiges of his humanity. Um, but there is that theory. People believe that every technological advancement, you know, when you create a machine to do the job of a man, you take something away from the man. Um yeah, and this this anime is showing the long term potential end game hyperbolic play out of that, where every time you add a new piece of chrome or a new piece of a cyber upgrade, um, or a new code, you know, you chip up, you lose a bit of yourself until a point that it becomes terminal and there's no way to come back from it. Mm-hmm. Right. I'll give I'll give the anime that. So that's um, 
<clears throat> two two picks for me. And I'll, I'll leave it to the rest of you guys. I'm gonna jump in. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a couple rips. Um and I'll do I'll do kind of a, a funnier one and then I'll do a uh a actual very serious one. First no, one No 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 serious. Oh no serious, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. My first one is John Wick is not in here. There's no Keanu Reeves anywhere to be seen in this entire anime and there's, that makes me there's upset. No, sir, there's no silver hand. Yeah. Which makes me very upset. Um but that doesn't really matter. Um I am very upset that this one anime of the year. Very genuinely. It, okay, I don't it doesn't make sense, no. I don't know if you guys know what it was up against, but I will just quickly refresh you. So, the four anime that were kind of up for the award were Spy Family, mm-hmm. Demon Slayer, Attack on Titan, with the the most recent season of all of these, obviously, and and this. Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, it was against it was against Titans. It was against Titans, and it should have honestly lost to some of those Titans. It should it should have it should have been the least voted on. You think Spy Family would have made would have done better? That was a I well, Spy Family is amazing in my opinion. It's like fantastic anime. One of my it's in my top ten, like 100. percent Attack on Titan. I have mixed feelings about. I just kind of need to force myself to get past season two, but. Demon Slayer? Love Demon Slayer. The most recent season was amazing, and it had one of the most beautifully choreographed fights in it of all time. I reviewed the most recent season as one of my first episodes for Why You Should. And where, where um, I was going to say, what show could that be found on? Oh, <laughs> uh, why? Uh, oh, well, insert ad here. No. <laughs> Mark, you are um, the Mick Foley of podcasting. <laughs> they used to say mankind used to get his cheap pops in at every city because he'd get in the ring and he'd just find a way to say the city name to get a cheap pop. Yeah, <laughs> you you are the Mick Foley of podcasting. I love oh, it. Okay, <laughs> and what podcast do you want sponsor. to see? Yeah. <laughs> um, but that it bothers me that this one, um, story wise, it doesn't stack up to those colossal titans. No. of of anime. No, no. I will say the only department that I will give it that it like actually can rival those four is visuals. Like, visuals and animation style, I think, is absolutely fantastic. But the story of Cyberpunk 2077, you cannot come up to me and you cannot tell me that the story of Cyberpunk 2077 was better than Season 2 of Demon Slayer Kometsu no Yaba. You cannot tell me that the characters were more lovable than Spy Family. And you certainly cannot tell me that it was more iconic than Attack on Titan. No. I don't see how... For one, I mean, I've kind of kind of forgotten about this show i watched the show and i was like okay and yeah it's gone to the back i'm i'm not sitting there going oh yeah that's great show and i was like okay moving on so exactly it it shouldn't have won best anime no 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 it shouldn't no there were so many other things that it could have won like i wouldn't have been mad if it had won like something like best animation style or or new anime yeah best new anime or something of that form to get the best anime, mm, it was pushing That's it. That's a stretch. And I don't think it deserved well, it. Well, that kind of brings me into my rip. And it's a pick. It's a rip and a pick. It's the animation style. I like the colors and I like the animation style, but I also don't like it because it's kind of this new, new style that sometimes I think just 
if it's done right, it can work. Mm. But I see it used too often, let's say. Yeah. It, I can definitely see that. And, and this time it's used good, in my opinion. But I just have this problem that I've seen it so many times that they've used this animation style and it's been bad. That it's just this uh, uh, <laughs> just natural effect that I'm seeing this animation style and I'm cringing in a way. Mm. Now, it, yeah. it, it, they did a good job. The colors look vibrant. They did a good job, uh, job portraying the setting correctly. So I like it, but it's just this new animation style that they used in this. I've seen in so many others. That's fair. No. Yeah, it's not the... I'll agree. It's not the best. I will say, the colors... Distracting sometimes? Yes. But I will also not diss it, because I very much like the color scheme, and I like a lot of the backgrounds that it has. i kind of going into a pick here, but the scenery is absolutely stunning. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Like, I when David is kind of going through his cyberpsychosis at the end there, and he's going through the kind of like Maine did as well, where they're going through the, the, I hope I'm using this word right, the dichotomy of going from absolutely raging in real life into like this peaceful, nobody else is there. It's yeah. just stunning visual visuals and them walking around like that, in my opinion, is absolutely very, absolutely stunningly animated. If yeah. I yeah. talk right. And I do, I do like that a lot. I will say. Well, I, I, I'm also going to say sound design is good. I mean, we already yes. commented on actors who acted in yes. this, but they, the voice lines are good. The clean sounds, it, it, it works well. Now, kind of leads into another thing, is that we did kind of mention the lore. I have played Cyberpunk uh, 2077. Okay. After obviously after the patch, <laughs> and more recently, because <laughs> I actually I was going to say I did not even I did not even I bought it and then as soon as I saw the glitches I took it right back and went hi can I have my money back yeah let me put it this way I waited until it was on sale for twenty bucks with the DLC okay yeah. I was I was an idiot and I pre-ordered and everything I took it back I didn't even take it out of the plastic yeah and I don't blame you again. I, I waited was, for the sale a year so later, happy. so I got it, but I did play the new DLC that came out with this, and it does mesh well with the game, and it the anime does do a good job of fitting in the setting, because I have dipped my toe in this setting before the video game even, so... No. I will say, um, I was very happy... Because I, I was I was trying to budget myself and I had money for one game and I could have either gotten Resident Evil 7 or Cyberpunk 2077. And I went, you know what? I'm a, I'm a sucker for Resident Evil, so I'm buying Resident Evil. And then all the crap came out about <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077. I went, hi, Sickies. It's me, Rockstar here. You might have heard what I just said and went, that doesn't make any sense. That's because you're right. Because guess what? It was Resident Evil 3 Remake. And I still have a crippling Resident Evil addiction. If you want to hear more about my crippling Resident Evil addiction, you should check out Why You Should, where I actually review Resident Evil games sometimes. Check it out. You'll love it. Back to the show. 
Yes, I chose correctly. Thank, thank you, Resident Evil Addiction. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was a that was a bad one. And honestly, I was kind of surprised when I heard that this anime was coming out. Cause me yeah. too. Honestly, I agree. I was like, I, I th- the, the games just crashed and burned. I mean, there was some resurgent to it after they finally patched it to some fixable sort of working you know ability but it was like where's the real draw for this i mean it's an interesting setting i will say but where's the huge call out for this i don't know where it came from but they found the and someone got some boardroom to accept this so and i'm glad that i'm sure they did and i'm glad i'm sure they did just because it got popular yeah any press is good press yep i i guess that depends yeah um um you know i kind of harmonized there (laughs) we did i i have a a rip i want to throw in there and it happens more towards the end the action takes me out of it because as much as i like it it's also like i'm you know, every time Becca shoots her rifle, something blows up. Um, they just, the, the the just the action is a bit too much. It's 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 the movie True Lies with Arnold Schwarzenegger was meant to be a parody of action films. That's why when a gun falls out of someone's hand and every time it hits a stair, it shoots a guy. That was meant to be hilarious. But they did this. They played that kind of action off as serious in this. And to me, it's like when your action looks like spoof parody, but you don't know it. That's bad. Yeah, I, I hate the Becca character. <laughs> oh, the Becca character. You you would be on. I don't think right now in this group of four here you are i don't think you are in the minority but as a whole she is loved by the internet uh, she is loved she there was a movement for a while that said she, that um david should have ended up with rebecca instead of lucy because rebecca cares. would have tre- would have treated him so much better and blah 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 Okay, I just couldn't get that, you know, at first all I kept thinking was this is the off-brand Walmart Harley Quinn, (laughs) but at at some point later I found that it was the off-brand Amazon Basics Amazon Choice Tank Girl, and if you could merge those (laughs) two together, I feel like that's what that character is, which the character was just annoying. Every time she was on screen, she was annoying. Um and completely derivative which leads me into my big rip for the whole thing there's nothing original in these 10 episodes there's no original concept that hasn't been done many times before and significantly better much like most things we watch on this show dystopian dystopian futures that are run by the corporatocracy we've seen that done much better um comments about the healthcare system not caring and being and being you know bifurcated for the haves and the have-nots um empowering love stories lucy makes david better david makes lucy better okay seen that a million times um as i said becca reminds me of of just ripped right out of a tank girl arc um i, I mean that that's a, a faraday is a villain is terrible like there's no 
there's no character that really breaks ground for me where I'm like, that's new. That's a new that's that's a new take on a character. They're weakly designed villains. They're they're weak villains and weakly designed. And I never really buy our hero as a hero. And I don't even buy our heroes as heroes. As I said, they're just going around killing people indiscriminately. And they think that's okay because they're killing the big bad corporate people. But those are still people. Not everyone that they killed deserved to die. Just because they worked for the bad corporation. I mean, that's, that's common sense. It's basic Scott, morality. I'm so glad that you brought up well, the Well, hold up. There, because I have one comment first. Go go for it, and then I'll kind of ream into these people. All your hate mail can be sent to ravinglunaticmedia.com. Ravinglunaticmedia.com. Hate mail can go there. <laughs> Stay six, Nicky. No. <laughs> um, okay. There was several attempts to make a villain in this, but each time they tried, they fell flat on their face, oh, yeah. and they just couldn't. I At guess the beginning, Faraday might have been. No, even I, as much as I love Giancarlo Esposito, the Faraday character sucked. Pardon my language, he sucked ass, like legitimately. Yeah, he did. And here is why. And I'm going to go through each of the the quote unquote villains that it tries to portray because there's a couple. The first villain that kind of comes through is this school bully, and he has this weird just moment with david Fist at the, of the beginning. north star type attack <laughs> yeah it's so weird and then that leads up to uh david getting his thing uh his uh uh, uh some uh kyrzykstan what is it called stan van stan van devastan stan devastan there we go we got there eventually he gets his tech upgrade and then he beats the he crap gets out his of paul mod deep powers yeah boom did first quote-unquote villain is done there was no real payoff other than david beating him up and then after this you finally get to meet who a lot of people call the main villain of the story which is faraday faraday is not involved in the story enough for me to actually view him as a threat plus he at the beginning wasn't a threat like he's just he this guy, guy who, who hates hired people. him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he's not a threat until like the very end. And the final villain, which makes me so angry that I even have to call him a villain because he shows up for maybe 30 seconds is Adam Smasher. I was about to say yeah. Adam Smasher who is referenced but then they doesn't pop in until the very end when they realize we got to end the story. Exactly. And here, here is my main problem with Adam Smasher, and it's my main problem with a lot of anime, and it's that they don't pace their story correctly. They introduce the villain at, like, the second-to-last episode. And they're like, oh, we only got allotted, like, 10 to 12 episodes for this pilot season. Well, we have to uh, make this fight end next episode. Yeah. And there's there's nothing a lot of anime have this and and it makes me so upset that i don't get to see a good villain i know that like i'm gonna use this uh anime as a uh uh what's it called a reference it it's noragami i don't know how many of you have seen noragami but the main villain doesn't show up until two episodes before the season ends (laughs) it's like 
holy cow, you have to get all of this in like two to three episodes. And it just feels very rushed. And the That's villains insane. are just awful. It's just awful. It's no, so yeah, bad. I, you could throw Kiwi in as a villain, too. Yeah. She betrays Kiwi, them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. She has yeah. a redemption arc. At least she bites the dust. Yeah. I mean, Faraday, yeah. Faraday is so weak, he doesn't see he's being played. He's such a terrible villain that he doesn't see that he's being played by Arasaka and Militech the entire time. Exactly. And then he's walking into his death. So I'm supposed to believe, what does it say about our heroes that they can't beat this guy? I mean, and then, as you said, Adam Smasher shows up in the last episode, referenced in referenced before, shows up in the last episode, and mops the floor with David. Yeah. That's not a fight. It wasn't even a challenge. No. Well, I, I mean, it is... Your it hero, is Adam, your it's Adam Smasher, go out like that. Adam Smasher is, in the universe, kind of a known entity as being the top bad guy of bad guys being a huge fighter who has somehow not succumbed to cyberpsychosis in a way but has basically become completely cybernetic so he is overpowered I, times 10 I get that he's the Thanos of this universe but yeah. you know what and he's gonna win but Tony Stark got to put up a good fight Tony Stark got to have a good death um uh I mean Oh, yeah, I, I'm not... Uh, Thor, yeah. Thor comes running in doing Thor things. David just gets destroyed. Yeah. I, absolutely just the floor mopped. It would be as if I'm running my mouth like I'm, I'm being set up as the big bad hero for my, my payoff fight with um, 1987 Hulk Hogan. And I step into the ring as me and Hulk Hogan just punches me a couple times and big leg drops me and breaks my ribs and then I die. <laughs> There's nothing to this. It, it it's it's wrestling would call it a squash match. Yeah. Where you just lose in a minute. I mean it Yeah. You're building to this. You're building to this and what's the payoff? There is no payoff. The pay then we see then we see he wanted to save Lucy so Lucy could live her dream to get to the moon. You have something to do. You have a dream to live. At least I can do this. Except now her dream is ruined. Because she gets yeah. to the moon and all she can see is that David is not there with her and what she lost. So you don't even get that win. I, it it's it's so upsetting because like nothing in this anime screams that it was thought out. Like, I, I, I want to use Bay especially the right near the end. Yeah. It sounds like near the end, especially. Yes, what it looks like but, it, it looks like they had a plan that was probably pretty good, but then they were told you only have ten episodes. So, especially at the end, when the way the action is made out, it's it really looks like a, okay, quick, we have to wrap this up. I I yeah. think I can see the point where they knew they weren't getting a season two. Stronger. You're yeah. building on an arc. You're building that? on an arc. You don't even get a training montage. Yeah. And David is back just ripped and roided out and All cybered out. up. Yeah. 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 The, yep. the, like, time skip that happens. Yeah. And now, and now he's main. back. He's back with Faraday. I mean, like, none of it makes sense. Mm. You don't even... Yeah. I mean... It, it doesn't it, even it tell all, you. They're like, you, know, you guys got four episodes to finish this. You're not getting a second season. Figure it out. Yeah. And I... Nothing, like I said before, nothing feels cohesive either. Like, one of the big things that, like, it just feels like it was so unnecessary 
and I don't even know why they did it, was, I forget what episode it is, it's like episode four or something like that, but Rebecca's brother, it was like talking to this psycho guy who's pissing off of the side of the uh, the truck, and then just, there's Mm -hmm. just like, boom, he he fires a missile into Rebecca's brother's head, and then it's just this giant fight for like an entire episode, and it's like, you really needed to waste an entire episode on that? Yeah. Especially since it had no character things? development for Rebecca. No, yeah. They tried to say later, I can't for David let, too. Right. They tried to say later, I can't let you end up like my brother did. But it had no impact on Rebecca's character development. No impact on anyone's development. So, oh, he's gone. It's it's, it's a yeah. useless main character death. Well, I'm. The, yeah. I will kind of bring up one more good thing as we're ripping this thing to shreds. Oh, I have okay. a couple good things too, Thomas. Don't 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 worry. I'm not gonna just leave it at that. But I'll, I'll let you go ahead. Um, I'm going to say the. I kind of said sound before, but I'm also going to say the music was good. The intro, I the intro and outros agree. were catchy. Now, I was more of a fan of the outro than the intro, but yes, than the I, I Ferdinand intro. Yeah. I skipped one that. guitar loop I had the entire yeah. time. And, and I believe there was also uh what was it? The I want to stay at your house or something like that? Or your home or something. That. Yes. It's it's something but, like that. The like softer yeah. song, right? So I mean yeah. th- it did have some good music that they had for this. Yeah, and the fans for Nana are not so good, but the other two are, were pretty damn good, in my opinion. Hmm. So, it, again, it it seems like they had something, and they had a good start, and they they had some good music, and they had some good ideas, and it just didn't go anywhere. Well, they didn't have a chance. Uh, that's the thing. I, how do I put this? I'm shocked that they didn't get a second season. Yeah. No, I agree with you. It's the way things are now. You know, shows get a second season before the first season even airs. I got to agree with you there. I'm surprised it didn't get a second. Now, I mean, is is there one planned? Well, well, no. No. They finished it, and they clearly finished it, and... DLC. Right. Yeah, they did. DLC's but. been made. It's very clear they're not going to. Now, again, they could have easily made a second season. I don't know why they didn't, because, again, many shows get a second season before the first show episode even airs. Yeah. And they definitely screwed up because this one, when it started airing, got a huge influx. Mm-hmm. So I, it's weird, is all I have to say. Hmm. Um, all right. I'm going to go with this next pick and, uh, it's going to be a couple of the characters very specifically. And those characters are main and Lucy. I think out of all the characters in the show, those two are the best. And the reason why they're the best is because of two reasons. One, they complete a full story arc from beginning of when you see them to the end when you see them. Oh, that's interesting. I was I like Lucy the best too, but that's an I didn't think of that reason. Mhm. And reason number 2 why I like them is because Maine 
like he's this mentor character to um uh to david and it kind of lines up it like shows it's going to be like a precursor to what happens to david it's like hey like because the exact same thing that happened to Maine happens to david and the reason number two for Lucy is, holy cow, she's hot. <laughs> if you look like Lucy in real life, please give me a call. My phone number oh, is... <laughs> no, but very genuinely, Lucy is just a good character because she gets probably the most screen time besides David. Yeah. And they actually utilized her semi-correctly in the show. Sure. Oh, yeah. Well, you're not wrong because she does have a villain arc a hero arc it's not a one tone character at least yeah i will say the one part that they didn't really expand on all too much was when she was which i would have loved to see was when she was hunting down all the other uh net runners oh yeah mm-hmm. i would have loved to see more of that i thought that was so cool well, yeah, yes, but please give me more of that i wish they yes. would have shown more net running too honestly i mean yeah come on. yeah yeah. We had to have a full episode um, where a main character gets wasted for no reason whatsoever. Exactly. Yeah. Instead of that. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine if they actually took some thought and they put it into the show? Well, they needed, End of to, get, sentence? They needed to get rid of that character for it's, some reason. It seems to me like an analogy when you roll up a character, you know, in, in classic D&D, you only have so many 17s and 18s. And they put their 17s and 18s into world building and setting. Yeah. And they were left with a bunch of 7s and 8s for plot well, and storyline. They didn't even have to do that because the setting already existed. Yeah. So that's a testament even put, more to them, the fact that you guys didn't have to it, do anything to make this and you still managed to... Meh. They put everything into visuals, sound editing, soundscape, and um, setting. Uh, they, they, like, we don't need a plot. Who needs a plot? Right. Yeah, the plot was just so dumb. Like, you're not from wrong. From beginning to end, it was bad. It was bad, and it, what, like I said before, it makes me upset that a anime with a plot this bad beat out better quality anime. Listen, if I had the choice, Spy Family would have won. Spy Family would have won by a landslide. Uh, I w- but y'all know what? It it didn't. I would agree I- with you because you're not wrong that this one does not really have a plot because I, it has like some good, interesting ideas and some beats like, oh, mom dies in a violent gang accident. Okay, that actually kind of, you know, in this universe, this world makes sense. It works. But what do you do with that? Nothing. <clears throat> you do nothing with that. You show the morgue and the healthcare system. That's it. Here's one of the things I have a big problem with. You're building... The plot that you do have is building towards David is special, and he can wield this super mega weapon that's going to change warfare and, and, you know, revolutionize everything. David gets the mega weapon. But it is completely destroyed by Adam Smasher like it's a toy. So not yeah. only did you your main character, your tech is bad. I mean, 
You know, everyone laughs about the Death Star having the same vulnerability twice, but it would have been as if the Death Star fired at Alderaan and it started a fire somewhere in the woods. <laughs> That's all it did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ah, what happened there, Emperor? Your big gun didn't have as much pop as you thought it did, did it, buddy? <laughs> Sounds like you got a problem. <laughs> Don't worry, the forest fire will get there eventually. Talk about overcompensating. It would be like if, you know, when Han Solo turned to attack the Star Destroyer, he absolutely destroyed the Star Destroyer instead of hiding behind it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you created this game-changing piece of technology that was just completely and utterly just ripped to pieces and pulverized in a second. Also, who's running uh, Max Tech? Why do they wait? until someone goes full-on cyber-psycho to show up and stop them. Because the plot says so. Shouldn't they be monitoring, like, regularly for people with cybernetic enhancements? Um, Well, well, everyone has them. Preemptively doing this stuff? No, everyone has... That's the thing. Everyone has cybernetics. And some have a huge amount of it, but they take... They, you know, are CEO of a business or something, and they can afford the good cybernetics, and they can afford the good blocking medicine that prevents some of the psychosis. So, you... That's... That's literally calling the... That's Scott, that's like saying, well, why don't we call the FBI because someone bought a gun for the first time, you know, it's No, but if someone bought 17,000 guns over the matter of four days, I would say you don't wait until they execute their plan. You also forgot the other part. They bought them on the black market. These... You think the cyberpunks bought their stuff legit? That's true. No, I get that. I'm just saying. Like some of this stuff just makes I, I don't know. Max Tech, Max Tech to me seems to just be. It's a big bad because we say it's a big bad, but they seem to be dropping the ball on this. They just show up after the police and a bunch of people have been slaughtered. That's their job. That's who they are. They show up after everyone else can't handle it. It seems like shutting the barn door after the horse is loose. Uh, that's the entire universe in the setting, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, it's just, I'm ripping Max Tech because I just think that they're horribly, they, they do their job horribly. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, it's, I, <clears throat> I have so many problems with the way that they portray the cyberpunk universe. And it, it makes me upset that, like, you like I I understand that you have to play to the rules of of a of a playground that you are not accustomed to. Most likely, I'm sure that the studio that made this anime um, was not probably caught up on most of the lore, or they had to go. Well, we're doing this in a very tight time frame because we need to fit this by the time this happens in the game because there's already this history with the game, and they could have just done something way different to show off the cyberpunk universe, but they didn't. But they didn't. Yeah, they they were kind of trying to make this almost this DLC slide-in story for the game. That just it's like. I get what you're doing, but it's forced in quite a way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, are there any final notes to be given? Because I think we're about the point to rate this thing. Um, kind of an aside, 
Um, character design was very nice. I will say that. Even the characters that I thought were kind of lame looking mm-hmm. comparatively were kind of cool. Um, Lucy, uh, not Lucy's um, brother, uh, Rebecca's brother. As much as I didn't like him as a character or felt indifferent about him, mm-hmm. I thought he had a cool design. Yeah. Okay. Hey, the yellow uh, jacket was nice. The yellow jacket was pretty it cool. It was I iconic. And I guarantee, I guarantee you there will be like 25 different kids running around with that jacket on for some reason. <laughs> um, yeah. And I guess my, my last little rip uh, to kind of bounce off of from a pick to a rip uh, would be that there is just an overabundance of, of, um, I'll say R rated things. In yeah. Here yeah. That just like too much blood added in too for much. No reason. Yeah. And uh, I'm well, going to disagree with you because I'm going to say it's, at least fits the universe. Mm. If it fits the universe, yeah, I can see it. But like, do you really need to go out of your way to see Doc getting pleasured? No, no, yeah, it, was... it's unnecessary, is what I'm saying. For the universe, it can make all the sense in the world. But as a viewer, I don't. That's not something I want to see, man. It really isn't. <laughs> no, I get I, that. You're not into that. <laughs> You know, I wish I was. <laughs> but, no, you don't. But That's can't a say I am. That's a lie. <laughs> well, I think that puts us at a time to rate this thing. How many, um, how, ugh, how, how many? How many psychosis? Cyberpsychosis? I was going to say how much cyberware, but mm-hmm. either way. How much um, pieces of cyberware? Or how many? I'm going to give this thing three or four. The the picks are great. I like the setting. I like I, I like the setting to begin with, and I felt that they tried well enough to be. And I like the way they depicted some of the technology, um, and I like the consequence. So it stops everyone from getting too op. But uh, the story was just too. It started off okay, but then it turned into we got to get this done and we don't care how ridiculous we're going to do with it. Here we go. And you have only one character that's properly fleshed out. And yeah, it's a three. It definitely did not deserve to win best anime. I don't know who got bribed for that one, but. Um, I'm going to go next. Um, Gosh, where do I even start with this? I'm gonna I'm gonna start off where Mark ended. This should not have won Anime of the Year because of a handful of reasons. Reason number one, the anime that it was up against obviously scores and leagues ahead better. Um rating this anime is hard for me because I don't even really see it as an anime. I would honestly rather put this into a category kind of like American cartoon take on an anime, Mm -hmm. like kind of how like Teen Titans and Avatar The Last Airbender are. Yeah. I'd rather put it in that section than anime. Oh, but Avatar's better. Yeah, obviously, yes, but it it would rank higher in my brain, like if it was that. Um, But... The characters, only a handful of them are good. 
the story is is rushed it, it goes between rushed to non-existent at times i would like to almost stop watching at certain points with how grotesque some of the bloody battles are um and i've got my stomach has gotten a lot stronger with that stuff um and we don't even mention the giant forgettable arc in the middle right before the time skip where uh they're talking to that guy who makes the brain implants that can make you remember things Mm. like completely completely forgot to mention that entire arc um to even call it an arc is a shame to most actual good arcs um i'm rating this really low i when i suggested this for the month with mark i said it's gonna get real interesting and this is honestly gonna rank pretty low and i'm gonna give it a two okay all right um i will agree that this should not have won best anime no in my opinion this is what people think anime is yes i that is the perfect way to put it thomas thank you thank you yes that is the perfect way to put it. if you're not if you don't watch anime and you don't know what anime normally is let's say this is what you would probably think oh yeah this is totally what anime is all anime is like this no no just no (laughs) this is an exception there are some like it for sure but this is not all of them. Thank goodness. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, I do like the setting. I have played the game, and it does feel kind of like the game in sometimes, which is nice in a way, meaning you got your setting right at least. It it does have aspects and does get some interesting ideas, and there's something there. And it tries to get something. Now, I think it falls flat, but it did try something. So I, I cannot get give it like a two or a three. I can't go that low. But I'm not going to... I, I think I'm going to end up giving it like a five or a six. It's okay. It has mm-hmm. its moments. The setting's cool. The universe is cool. seeing it kind of you know out of the video game aspect kind of cool gives me hope that maybe some other video games will get their own stuff could done mortal Kombat did yeah kind of my (laughs) but kind of that's a different story but it kind of gives me hope that there might be something coming for some other stuff but no guarantees if it's done right thankfully otherwise no keep it away (laughs) um but I just I can't bring myself to hate it, but I'm not going to sit here saying this is fantastic. I'm just not I'm not upset that I watched it, but it's just going to go in the back of my memory and go eh that thing yeah. So. Mm. Okay. Quintilis Varus, give me back my legions. Netflix, give me back my six hours. <laughs> this sucks. It's derivative. There's not a single original concept or idea or character type or thing in the entire 10-episode run here. Every single thing that they're talking about is derivative from a better work. That's not the good derivative. You didn't, you didn't get inspiration from something. 
and then expand upon it or show it in a new light or tell it in a new way. You just pulled a bunch of crap together into an already built world and you sucked anyway. You didn't have to spend any time on world building. You had it. You had all of it. And you put no time into coming up with anything resembling a story. You just went with every single story trope, every single idea, flushed them out, didn't develop anything, jumped from this to that. Excessive swearing just to swear, which yeah, for at sure. some point became That's... so desensitized to it, I realized I was watching episodes at my daughter's swim class with kids running around, and I had to turn it off because I'm like, yeah, I can't have all that swearing going around in places where there's four-year-olds running around. Um, <laughs> excessive, as you said, you said R-rated stuff, excessive X-rated stuff. Just they said a swear. Yeah. It's, it's, it's edgy, so edgy just to be edgy. There, there is a lot of this that was pandered to the lowest common denominator, I would, I would say, um, where you said we're going to throw in the real easy fan service stuff to, you know, buy in certain elements of the audience. Um, it's just garbage. Give me back my legions. I give it a zero. Um, Cyberpunk 2020, 2077, nowhere in your rambling, incoherent, 10-episode season, did you have something resembling an original thought? I award you zero points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Yes, I know it's derivative to do an Adam, um, a Billy Madison take to end my review blasting a movie or a series for Scott, being too derivative. You're derivative. But as long, yeah. as, as long as it's got Data and Picard being the hero, you're okay with it. <laughs> no, no, no. Look, I'm going to be honest. I'm derivative. My my audio style is derivative of three influences. Jim Rome, Opie and Anthony, and a dose of Buckley. Okay. Really? I you see it. Buckley? I, I see a little bit of it. Yes, I see it. I incorporate some aspects of him. Right. Not all. It's a mashup. Right. So. Okay, now that Scott has officially given this a zero, though, now... I would like I would like to actually do Doctor Stone next week. It'll be a little bit of a crunch, but if we can if we can get through it, I don't know if we, I feel I like Scott would time. genuinely like it. I don't know if there's. I feel time. like Scott would genuinely like it. Either that or either that or Scott. I suggest you watch Doctor Stone on your free time at some point, whenever you have it, because I can do I that. Want, I don't have I, a big allotment of free time to go through yeah. and but um, 24 episodes yeah i won't get there yeah. and it's like 20 minutes an episode if you watch like one every, even if like, you watch it at one and a half week. playback speed it's still tough <laughs> yeah which i did with this one i also had to do it that way <laughs> but yours was more out of disgust than yeah <laughs> I was hate watching the crap out of yeah. this uh, well speaking of a matchup and a mishmash we here at Raven Lunatic Media have a bunch of those with a multitude of different content coming out. Not just this app podcast, but also Zodiac Task Force, which in fact, uh, we have two new kind of... Uh, well, we're introducing a new series from Zodiac Task Force called Lost Transmissions. And they're kind of one-shots. Delving a little bit more into the characters, the setting, or the history of the Zodiac Task Force world. I guess you could call it world building to a degree. Um, it's gap fillers, but fun gap fillers. And we've got two coming out this month, don't we, Rock? 
Yeah, we already had one come out recently, The Outpost, and then uh, we're going to have Those Touched by War coming out next week, I believe. Yeah, so tune in for that. And, of course, next month will be the next episode of Zodiac Task Force. We've also got a new show coming out. Are we allowed to name that yet? Yes. Okay, we've got a new uh, urban legend horror-type story out coming out called The Janitor. Um, think of the Tales from the Crypt or the vault of horror but without the tacky cheesy one-liners and that's all i'll say trust Aww, me oh no one-liners well no <laughs> it, it it's a more updated version and i'm really looking forward to it myself uh we also have the backlog of the Casatorium and malady and anything else and you could also go to our discord page to find out more about those shows or just leave a comment wow wow you're just gonna forget my show like oh, that well, we, already right, mentioned why <laughs> we already mentioned why you should but yes mm. i'm sorry why you should <laughs> no i'm joking i'm joking <laughs> well no because you know quick rock why sh- tell people why they should listen to why you should uh okay you should listen to why you should because i watch anime everybody loves anime except for scott um and if you watch my or if you listen to my show you get smarter in the anime verse no this is true the correct answer is because ruck is cool (laughs) yeah because i'm cool he's cool and you should watch because i'm funny he he's cool and he gave it fast therefore fast when are we going to review all the Fast and Furious films? That's my question. Well, fast, fast February. After I never die. <laughs> Not one chance. That is a franchise that just keeps getting worse, and I would have to rate it negative. I would. After I die, you guys can review it all you we like. We are all. We are all dumber for having watched it, <laughs> having known it existed. Hey, you know what? I will continue oh, to defend it for the simple fact that I know what I'm getting. I know it's stupid, and I'm okay with turning my brain off and just watching stupid sometimes. If I know what I'm getting. Scott, I just thought of the worst joke, but I'm not. I'll say it off air about Fast and the Furious. No, say it on air. That way I can use blackmail. I'll say one more thing about this anime. I believe, Mark, you'll have to correct me, but I uh-huh. believe The Simpsons once had the Mattel Chocobot Hour. Oh, I yeah. this anime would have would have belonged perfect on that. The Mattel and Mars Bar... <laughs> the Mattel and Mars Bar's Quick Energy Chocobot Hour. <laughs> yes. Put down oh, those... Ed- Major Nougat, Taffy, Colonel Kataffy's up to his old games. Put down those entertaining Mattel products. <laughs> <laughs> Stop playing cyberpunk. Start watching cyberpunk. So you can also go to Discord and leave a comment there. Find out any voice audition work we are looking for. We're always looking for new voice talent, so keep an eye out there. You could also go to our website and leave a comment at www.getoffmylongguyatihateanime.com ravinglunaticmedia.com 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 Ragemaster what's left for them to do stay sick sickies get off and watch out he's going psycho (laughs) (laughs) my eyeballs are glitchy I, I get I, I, I was like this close to thinking that you were gonna say www. Mark doesn't know what a loli is. dot com. <laughs>
lunatic. <laughs>